Oh, hey there, folks. This is your host, Kate Gaffney of Service from Hell, jumping on to let you know, shockingly, this is another two-parter. This is actually part two that you're listening to now. So if you haven't listened to part one, go back. This week, we're talking to comedian Matt Bronger, who really got into it with customer service, and he stayed loyal to jobs, so he has a lot of stories. He is also currently touring the country, and his special Doug is available now. If you visit mattbronger.com, that's M-A-T-T-B-R-A-U-N-G-E-R.com, you can find out tour dates. He's probably coming to a city near you soon. And you can find out how you can get Doug. He was delightful. Find him on all the things. Thank you folks so much for listening. Let's get on with the show. Oh, hi, you're listening to Service from Hell, a podcast featuring people that are currently in customer service positions or the lucky few that got out and all the good, bad and infinitely irritating things that go along with that work. I'm actor and writer Kate Gaffney, and I'm uniquely qualified to discuss this as I used to work at a very popular and very busy comedy club in Los Angeles. And at least one of you listening right now has probably grabbed me and told me you were ready to order when I was running around like a crazy person. So let's eat. Huh? No, uh, I think being a banquet captain, because just because I was so bad at the paperwork where you would have to do paperwork uh, for that. Yeah, you have to bring them the paperwork, and also you are, you are the you are uh, where the buck stops. So if you have uh, a bride or groomzilla, if you have somebody who is, because and these people are signing for like signing like the check and all that stuff, like pretty buzzed, and in the night, you know, and it's like you know that one time you didn't, and you're just sitting there like, please, please, please let me go, let me leave, please, I want to go home, just. You know you're going to sign this. And you know there's nothing I can give you for free at this point. Yeah. I don't I, – I, I can't. I can't. Uh, you know, yeah. So that that would – if I had to pick one, would uh, probably that. But like all these jobs are still – they were still uh, – or, or I, you know, I should say, nope, car store. Car store because yeah. it was just so boring. boring. It was so boring that I wrote my senior thesis. I wrote a play as if – They basically made it a dimension to another world where this person worked there, and a guy would come through and be like, "Hey, by the way, you're uh, the gatekeeper to all this crazy shit that's about to come through." And that was like the whole play, and it was called browsing. And I just I remember having the idea when I was at that job, uh, uh, you know, just because it was like, "Well, there's got to be more to it than this." And and when you're there, it isn't. Even you would now we have streaming music, but back then they just had these tapes. And so you'd choose like one and they were like eight hours long. And, you know, it was just, there were always at least half of the music on any of them. You were like, you hated. And then you were sick by, of it by the time you had your four or five favorites, you know? Oh, cause you so. would have to, it was the same like tape rotation for every shift or you could pick the same yeah, eight. It was, it was like, yeah, there were like, you know, only a, a, a little pile of different ones and they were all like six hours long and you've, you've heard all of them. And there's at least one or two you're like, I will not put that in. That sucks so bad. It's so funny for all the people I've interviewed. I have no one has ever said that. And the music would really like that would ruin me too. Like I'm such a music person. It would ruin me. Yep. That that was one of the fun things. Uh, that was one of the games about of rock bottom where we all had like I'm saying to people uh, on the floor, like, what's your least favorite of all the songs? And uh, my friend Henry, who now has a bar in Chicago called The Double, that's great. It's over in um, Logan Square. He was like, oh, like, he's like, Love and Arms. 
that fucking loving arms song. And it was just a song where the chorus like, into your loving arms, your loving arms, sweet, sweet loving arms. Like it was just, he just hated it so much. A lot of what they play is what I would call like Colorado rock, where it's kind of stonery. It's kind of, you know, like, like a uh, big head Todd and the monsters would be Colorado rock by our definition. But I remember the game I love to play is when a song would come on that sucked so bad. It's perfect. I have these on these headphones because you'd, you'd I, I, I'd love to pretend to be an engineer and be like, like, and as the song's getting recorded and being like, <laughs> this is a hit. This one's a hit. hit. You know, <laughs> and it's the dumbest. If a shitty song comes on and you, it's just like going, you know, like, yeah, you know, I had, I had a, I had a friend who used to mess with people at parties. He'd go in and songs on like some obscure thing. He'd go, ah, oh, fuck. I love journey. <laughs> just people go, that's what? Just a this is modest, this is modest mouse. mouse. <laughs> you know, so dumb, but it's just like, it's just, it's just these dumb games you play and, and you, there, you had a thousand of them waiting tables. Yeah. And like I, I, I miss, I miss that. I miss that, um, thing of, you know. Yeah, the constant like that because the job becomes not about interacting with the customers. It's like you you do that so that you can get back to the game that you've already established with your coworkers. Like I yeah. that that's Matt. That's fun. That's a really fun moment. Yeah, I there was a when I was in Portland, there was a a, a server or a cocktailer, and she was so she was very very small, and I had like this crazy long hair, and I looked crazy, and I was just carrying big things of food out. And I would just, I, I loved, I, I pretended to be a jealous ex-boyfriend with her <laughs> where I'd be like, like a guy would be like, Hey, where's the bathroom? And she's like upstairs. And I'm like, Hey, Hey, and I go over and be like, you don't talk to any boys. Damn it. Just make, just make sure I'm not around. You know, I, I just complete, just don't let me see it. Like, so just completely like, <laughs> uh, and, and like just inappropriate, yeah. you know, inappropriately insecure. Yeah. Hey, who are you the phone with? I just told them how late we're open. Someone called in. Was it a man? Did he sound handsome? And I remember, I, I remember, I remember this. Um, I remember, this is how fucked up we are as a as a species. There was a table of women, and she went to to go. Hey, can I get you drinks? And the girl's like, Oh my god, it must be so hard working with your ex. Not he's an asshole. Not. What the fuck is that monster? Don't let problem? him talk to you like that. Like what a dick. Yeah. Fuck him. Which they should have been. They're like, oh, oh no, I get it. We, we've been there, oh, all of us. It's just, they're all like that and it'll never change. And she she, she goes back to the soda station, is crying laughing. She tells me that. And I'm like, I'm never doing this character ever, again. I'm ever, ever. You're like, character. I can't be seen as this dude in real life. Like, they no, don't know it's I'm also like, I, I, the, the, I never like yelled at her, but I just made, I, I was just making myself look really awful. Sure, That's yeah. How I look, tried, but it's like, that just kind of broke my heart for, you know, like they should have hated, they should have been like, fuck him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Where's a manager? I'm going to get fired. <laughs> then your manager comes over and is like, no, they never dated. It's weird. He's being weird. Just forgive him. And they're like, oh, is he single? <laughs> no, he's bored. He's so bored. <laughs> okay. What's the weirdest thing you've been asked to do whilst on the clock? Oh, uh, off the top of my head, uh, well, I remember there was a guy, <laughs> I was thinking about this guy last week, actually, where he was like, he had his arm around a, a, a woman who was at his table. And he's like, he's like, hey, man, hey, man, see this uh, beautiful woman right here? And I'm like, yes. And I know what you think is coming and it's nothing that spicy. Okay, okay. Um, I'm like, uh-huh. And he's like, he's like, well, she's got a headache. What do you think we can do about that? And I'm like, uh, well, there's a, what is it? What is it? Is it, 
is it White Hen? What is the 7-Eleven? It's like a- Oh, I don't know. It's not white. It's, it's like, it's AM, PM. It's, it's Plaid Pantry. Circle K. It's, it's all like, the, yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's Circle K. Um, and I was like, yeah, there's a White Hen on the corner, uh, right? Like, you can see it through the window. You can get some aspirin or some Tylenol. And he's like, he's like, yeah, but I mean, you know, I'm with, I'm with my friends here. Can you, can you grab us, grab that for us? And I'm like, I can't leave the, he tried to give me like a five to go get Tylenol for his girlfriend. And I'm like, I can't leave the building, man. He's like, Hey man, but she's got a headache. I'm like, I'm like, you can get up. <laughs> and like his table's laughing at him. Cause he's he, like, he's trying to big dick me. I'm like, yes. okay, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to take your, what you would have tipped me maximum 15%. I'm going to throw it out the window. Yeah. I'm going to eat this cost. And I, he's laughing at him and they're like, yeah, man, quit being a lazy bitch. Go get it. You know? And he's like, he's like, look, I'll give you the, I'll give you 10. And I'm like, I can't leave the building, sir. You know, I I'm, have tables. I'm at my job, and, bro. Yeah. So that, that I, I'm sure if I, if I really search my memory, there'd be more, but that I remember the, the audacity and also that. starting with see this beautiful lady. It's like, Yes. <laughs> See, uh, yeah, and it's like also uh, short of him inviting you to some sort of orgy, which would have been fun and worth the story. Like him being like, "You're my yeah. errand boy because you're in some sort of yeah. service position," yeah. and that's the sadly that's one of many many stories that have been shared on this show of that exact thing of like they think it's a negotiation for a higher amount. Like, okay, I'll give you twenty. Okay, I'll give you fifteen. It's like the like short of you if you gave me a crisp thousand, I'll quit this job. Like, what do you need? Yep. But they know yeah. that, and I hate yeah, of that. Course. Yeah, and I, I will say it, the irony is when you're uh, a waiter, you're definitely more of a in 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 a, in a role of of obviously just like the name server of yeah. servitude. Yeah, you are there to serve them, but me and uh, a ton of other male comedians have been propositioned on the road several times by couples. Se it's always a married couple that wants to spice things up, and they're like, "So, what do you what do you think of my wife?" And I'm just like. I'm going to have some drinks with the staff and go back to my hotel room alone. I'm not going to have sex with your wife while you sit in the closet and watch and beat off. I'm not. That doesn't sound fun to me. And it's like, I can't speak, I can't speak for and women obviously get propositioned far more than men, but that's the one uh, me and fellow male comedians have, have all, I, I, not, I don't know if we've all gotten it, but it's one of those, you start talking about it and another guy will be like, Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Because, because I mean, it's boredom. People get bored and they want to have an open relationship and anything. But it's that thing of, uh, hey, and, and they want to treat it like you're like, oh, lucky you. And it's like, I'm not coming near either one of you. Never. I'm not. Never. No. But nope. also, it's nope. sort of that weird thing where I feel like as comics, because you're sharing personal stories, people feel like they know actually you. So they wouldn't That's necessarily right. probably proposition like the barista at Starbucks. But because they've heard <laughs> your stories, they're like, well, we know Matt. Like, we kind of we get this dude's vibe. Sure. Like, he'll say yes or whatever. And like, totally. God bless any of you comics who, who can stay loyal, faithful and, and you know, whatever. And your marriages. I'm so so impressed because so many of you do like I people always ask me I've met Sebastian Maniscalco a handful of times and he was always yeah. very polite eye contact and then he would walk away from us as a group like right and I was always like some of the other servers where I used to work would be like ah, he's so rude and I'm like no no he's respecting his relationship like this could be something yeah. he gets sucked into that he's not trying to mess sure. with and also the optics aren't good so if you if you don't right. want anything to get back to your partner you're also like I'm gonna make it I'm gonna be so cold I'll be not I mean he's nice he's a very nice guy but like yeah. Nice with distance. I respect the shit out of that. I think well, it's, and it's like, I feel like you, you definitely, if you're more of a, like 
you know, a handsome dickhead rake on stage, that's when there's a girl that's just like, like, sweet, I'm just going to fuck this guy. Yeah. It's like, I never really got that. I mean, it's like, uh, it's not that I never, got, never ever got it. Uh, there were uh, little handfuls of hookups here and there, but like, they're always weird. And it's always like, you know, I, I, I personally speaking for myself would like when I was on the road uh, for a living, I was living in Los Angeles and I was a single person and I, the people I uh, slept with were in Los Angeles. I really, really, really rarely slept with anyone on the road. Mostly because it's like, I like to have a good time and you're, you're not gonna, if you sleep with someone, that's, that's your night. Yep. You have to hang with them all the time. <laughs> that's just, that's the rule. You know what it's I mean? the hours of commitment and around I, it you're not into. I, I'm, no, exactly. That's the thing. When someone's like, I'm just going to hook up. I'm like, so you're going to talk with this person until you have sex. Then after, then you go to sleep and you wake up and you got to wake up next to the stranger and then talk more and then go to breakfast. You, that's your choice. That's your choice. Rather, rather than taking your business to the bathroom in, in parlance and handling yourself yourself, you are going to blow a whole night on this stranger. <laughs> this one human. You know? I love that that's what's chapping your ass is the like commitment around the one night hookup. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's like, it's like, you know, you know, I, I, I've, I've never, I'm not that psycho that's just like, well, you know, we can go around the corner, you can blow me, but then I have an evening. Yeah. You know, it's like, there's no, yeah. I, I can't fathom being that person that's going to be able to compartmentalize. Yeah. And like, it's no, 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 no. I, I just rather not. Not mess with it. Cool. I get it. <laughs> I mean, well, if, if I had some undeniable attraction to someone or, or whatnot, sure. Yeah. And I, I was, I'm just sitting here, I was, I was so choosy when I was on the road and stuff. It just, it didn't seem to make sense like it did in the city I lived in for sure. some reason, you sure. know, where I'm not doing shows. I'm just, you know, out. And I did spend a lot of my life just getting drunk and, you know, hitting on women. I'm not gonna lie to you. I did. Uh, not proud, just being honest. But it's funny. I was talking about this on Bert's podcast where Bert's like, I've only slept with six women. Like, I'm just like, okay, that's great. You know, like he, he always says that about like, you know, people think he's this big partier. So he hooked up all the time, but he's just clueless. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, that was me too. But the thing is, you know, men tend to obviously compartmentalize way more than women and go, oh, it's just sex. It's just a body. It's like, that's eh, not true. There, there's some, there's something you are, you are uh, sharing with, with that person. that's just more than your body. And you're not just hooking up to hook up. You're hooking up for a little bit of oh, validation for sure companionship for sure your loneliness is is relieved for a, a period of you know 10 to 24 hours or whatever it's just like there's more to it than just getting your nut for want of another term you know it's like yeah. there's there's more to it it's and that's that's something and I like i the guys are right dudes of course we're when Bert put that clip up, we're writing like, you guys are fragile AF, you know? And it's like, it's like, oh, am I, or am I uh, uh, aware? Like, it's it's so true. Yeah, I mean, and, it, the, the, and it's inherently misogynistic against yourself as a gender to be like, you guys are soft. Why? Because you express that you don't like to like hit it and quit it. I, the, what a, well, uh, well it's not even, it can be hit it and quit it, but you hit it and quit it. Part of that was not just for sex. Yeah. Most of it was, but there's still something there where there's an exchange. You know, otherwise you would have just, you know, done it yourself. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, 
it's one of those things that you don't really think about until you're like older. And I definitely spent too much time going like, oh, it's just physical, uh, you know, yeah. whereas it was really me wanting it to be. Sure. You know, sure. For sure. You've evolved. I'm proud of you. Um, a little. Was there, <laughs> was there ever an incident where they asked to speak to your manager where they were like, we're escalating this? Yes. I had a, uh, well, there's one guy who I, he wanted a steak and he was there with a date and he was a, He's like obviously like some kind of like a bodybuilding guy or something. And I got it for him and it brought it out and it had like a little um, some um, uh, I think like uh, blue cheese or butter or something on the steak. And he's like, what's that? And I'm like, what it said it on the menu? And he's like, take it away. Are you shitting and me? I was, and, and I was I was I had hit a wall by then. I was angry. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I was like, all right, I guess I'll just throw this in the trash for no reason. And I walked out and I go to the kitchen. And another waiter runs around the corner and is like, hey, man, that guy's yelling in the middle of the dining room. And I come back and he's like, he's like, he said, he, I think he said he was going to throw me through the window. <laughs> totally not and on steroids. That guy's having a totally rational, no. reasonable reaction to and his we, eating we disorder. Had, up until then, we had a rapport. Of course. Of course you did. I mean, I was joking with him about like, I was, he was like, he was like, I want a steak. I was like, yeah, you look like all you eat is red meat. Come on. And he was like laughing. Yeah. We, it was fun. Yeah. But the minute I got mad, and I shouldn't have, you know, I that was on me. But the 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 manager came. But this was this was during that period I was talking about where I was just fed up, done, and like I was hitting walls. You know, it was just. It, it, but it's it that that it wasn't even. Can I see the manager? It was like the manager showing up so I don't get killed. <laughs> like the manager was just like, all right, can we? Let's just cooler heads, guys. Um, because this guy has an eating like, disorder. He's like, he's like, sir, everything's on us. Matt, get out of here. You know, go around the corner or whatever. <laughs> And like, and I was like, and that's what, that's what I forget who took care of it, he or she, but like, that's what they should have done for sure. But Matt, you know? real talk, but, you would, they would have thrown that steak away. I mean, sometimes they'll let yeah. the staff eat it, but for yeah. the most part, literally send it back goes to the trash. Like I just thought it, yeah, I, I, I just thought it was, it was, I just was mad because it was so wasteful yes. and all he had to do was look at the, he looked at the menu and he ordered that. He ordered that thing. Also, so, scrape it off, you lazy piece of shit. This isn't fine dining. This is a brewery. Yeah. Like. I know. Ugh. Yeah. So uh, That stuff makes me homicidal. Yeah, I know. It's it's the worst. I, I mentioned talking about, like, I was talking, we got into talking about serving on an, on another pod, and I, I mentioned this time that this, these ladies sat down and they ordered, like, well, our friend isn't here yet, but we'll get this. And I ordered, and the food came out, and they're like, well, she didn't show up, so you can just have this. I'm like, no, you can, t so just take this off the bill. And I'm like, I can't. Uh, you ordered it and it's gonna and they and they they had a moment of what but then they were like oh you know what you're right you're right oh you know of course not like they it, it dawned on them so they were like oh you're right you're right you're right but but people people just don't they don't think about that stuff like you and I do where it's like food waste and just just take it off the bill restaurants restaurants are protected by the government give it all to us free it's insured. You know, yeah, they it's don't, such a it's, weird. They, they, well, you you brought up something that I hadn't thought of as well. Is that like it was so rarely are customers willing to do the mea culpa thing on their side. They are almost no. exclusively somehow my experience is your fault, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. And my yes. my lack of clarity or my explaining something incorrectly is ultimately your fault. It's so rare for a customer to be like, you know what, my bad. You're yeah. so right. Because like yeah. even you pushing back on those women being like, no, I I, I actually can't take this off the and then being like, you know what? You're so right. Like, cool. Like their first yeah. request was unreasonable, yeah. but then they came to understanding almost never does that happen where customers are like, my bad. Shouldn't have asked. 
whatever. Oh yeah, I mean that's why we have people with one star Yelp reviews because someone didn't bring a plastic fork for their to go thing. It's like, it's just you look at those reviews, you're like, this is not. You're trying to ruin this business. Ruin, ruin. You're trying to get people fired. You had had a minor disappointment. Just such bull. It just makes me that makes that's the one that really makes me crazy. Where it's like, uh, I'm gonna. I, I didn't get what I wanted, so I'm going to burn it all down. It's and, funny. You you are psychic because literally the next question is, has a Yelp review ever had an effect on your job or employment at any of these places? Never. Okay, Never okay. once because I it didn't exist by the time I was out of the game. You're so lucky. Uh, it was, You're so lucky. It, was, it, it, or it didn't exist when I was in the game. Excuse me. So when I got out, it was it was a new... Yeah. No, oh, so lucky. Yeah. So lucky that... Yeah. I mean, we... Yeah. We all were kind of... Impervious you know, to that. Headed back then yeah. and young and you know full of ourselves. So for sure, we really got some kind of. I had awful thing. a manager printed one out one time and just put it in front okay. of me, and because and, it it made a point of naming me and stuff, and I just read it, and I said to the manager, I was like, a version of this happened, but she left out her whole side of this, and he was reasonable enough to be like. I assumed that maybe this was a little heated and he was like, but I do have to suspend you for two shifts. And it was like, it affected, it affects your money. And I think people, you know, it's keyboard warriors or whatever, but it's like, to your point, like, okay, you didn't get a plastic fork in your to go order. Like, right. Like you're not guaranteed a, an, an AI experience where the computers decide all of it. So there is no (laughs) imperfection. Like it's humans. Makes me crazy. Okay. Um, was there a last straw that got you out of a job where you were like, flip a table, burn it all down. I am done with this. No. Okay. No, I, um, I think we all have the, the last day fantasy. Yeah, we do. For sure. Yeah. Mine real quick is a job I've never done, but I travel a lot and, um, I'm in a lot of airports and I have a, because, because people crowd the gate, especially people that are like, you know, first class or whatever, um, I, I personally, I get kicked upstairs a lot and I've, I've been with the same airline for a long time. So I tend to get, you know, upgraded, but like I have such a soft spot. I think it's the f- most wonderful thing when a, a, a family walks up and it's clearly like not from this country or whatever. And they just try to get on before everyone. It's just, I, I think it's the funniest and cutest thing. There was a woman, I think she was Cambodian and she was like the matriarch and she had this massive fan. She's like, come on, come on, come on. Like saying in her language in Cambodian, like let's go, let's go, and she gets the front, and the guy's like, "Ma'am, you're you're group eight, like the last," <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, like I love I love you so much," and she still tried to make a face, like, "Come on, like I just want to get on." I was like, "Oh, like I there when I was in Chicago, there was a uh, uh, it was a halfway house or a, a, just a, a place where adults who were uh, developmentally disabled lived, and there was a woman who would be there and she got on the bus once and I was on the uh, uh, Clark Street bus, I think it was 22 at the time, headed uh, headed north. She gets on and the bus is totally crowded. There's no room. And she gets on and she looks at this, looks at everyone and looks, there's no place to sit. And she goes, oh no. <laughs> and I think about that, all, I, it, it made me so happy that she said what everyone feels when they get on a crowded bus. Like you just wanna be like, why are you sitting? <laughs> I want to fucking sit. Fuck all of you. You know, it's just, you know, and so she, so I love that. And so my, my fantasy is to be one of the people like, uh, okay, folks, we're going to start boarding. You know what? Fuck it. We're going to start with the group F. We're going to start with the last and not budge. Just sit there. Unrelenting. And 
watch first class people lose their, lose their minds. minds. This is not, especially like I, you know, I'm going like, if I went like Southwest people in like oh. a were like, like, no, no, we got here like, so early. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I have a fantasy of, of getting called, you know, cause you'll be in like, you know, I don't fly Southwest that often, but it is a really good option when you're flying like Vegas or something it's fast. And so, yeah, fast, just get there fast. So, you know, you'll be like, you're like, I'm like B12. And then a guy's like, what are you? And like B12, I'm B10. And they step right in front of you. Oh God. I want to, I, well, it's a course. Fine. It's fair, it's fair. Yeah. But once we go, boop, I'm going to run ahead of them <laughs> down the aisle. <laughs> hey, hey! Just see, just watch, just watch him. Watch his brain explode. His <laughs> He's just, just like, oh yeah. This isn't, oh, see, yeah. I'm a rules person. So I'm more the guy who's like, get it. Like I would have told the Cambodian family, your group eight. I love that you're on the side of the Cambodian family. That's like, get ahead. Everybody. Oh, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't really want to flip it, especially because I'm getting on before everyone. And I want to just like sure. everybody, but the audacity yeah. makes me laugh. Yeah. You're and like, it, this is impressive just, that you have this le- a level so of goal. Good. Yeah. It's so, cause you could see people crossing their arms and going, <laughs> doing what are they doing and it's like you so rarely get that level of entertainment that's so right what are they doing i'm one of those people um have you ever told we we all are are. so am i yeah yeah (laughs) have you ever told a customer to like f off or like ben i mean i know we had the steak incident but have you ever like straight up told a customer to like get the fuck out of your face or like some version i i had a guy again during that period where i was like just the shortest fuse everyone can fuck themselves uh who what a was fun way to live loud and, yeah well it's just like i wasn't mean but it was like if someone was an asshole i'm just like i'm done i'm done and he was he was he was putting um putting uh cape cods vodka cranberries he's putting them away a real fast clip and he uh it was like in the afternoon he was uh he another a, a guy down the bar from him was having a quiet drink he found, he was like, so what do you do, man? And he found out the guy was in, worked in insurance and he was like, those people fuck us. And the guy, and the guy was like, listen, it's a necessary, like the guy measuredly explained why we need insurance, which I was like, I, I give it to you, man. And he guy finally said, well, listen, uh, regardless of profits to some of the companies you're talking about, you need us more than we need you. So let's leave it at that. Like the guy was like, oh yeah, just, Woo-hoo. yes, just smacked him down. And so the guy was like, just still trying to blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, just me another one. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what, man, I don't think I can give you any more. I think you had like five or six in the past, you know, whatever. I forget what it was. Five minutes. And he's like, and he's like, you're not like, what? Like you couldn't believe he'd been cut off. And I used to never cut people off. Like it ruins your, 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 the uh, vibe at the bar tips. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's, all, and I also didn't have, I worked day shift. I worked the, the rooftop, you know, beer garden, you know, it was like, you just didn't see people just getting hammered like that. And, um, and he's like, he just, I think he, he snapped. He's like, he yelled, fuck you in my face. And I, and I, I, I think I said, you're fucking mom. Uh, I think I did. <laughs> what an early two thousands throwback. Well done you. <laughs> but I, but I, no, I, I was, I was just like, you're fucking mom. Like I, cause I was like, you know, I want, I, I kind of wanted him to come. Like I didn't yeah. want to hurt, hit you're him, like, but it was just like, I want, I want this guy out of my face. And I remember the manager, that was when the manager sat me down and was like, you said your mo- your fucking mom. You can't. <laughs> you can't you know, talk to people like this. <laughs> you can't. You know, I don't know how I can't fire you, kind of thing. And I basically just went, "Here's what I'm going through right now." And I just told her everything I was going through. And her name her name is Lori. I think she still works for the company. She's awesome. Uh, and she she under she's like, "Okay, I didn't know you're going through all this. Um, 
I, I, you know, she did say like my, my work has been suffering a lot. And that's when I made my little speech to everybody. And I was like, I feel like I've let everybody down and I want to let you know, you know, I'm going to go away in a couple months. We all know that, but I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to phone it in anymore. You know, and it was like, so it was, it, yeah, it was like what that, that actually, I remember that was my kind of moment of, of, uh, well, you know, I, I either got to change or I've got to go because I'm, uh. I'm blaming everyone else for my bullshit, including life, you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was about as bad as it ever got. Sure. I never really got into altercations. I could always smooth things out. I would try to make things right for people within reason. You know, and we were we were allowed to comp stuff. So like That's I would, awesome. you know, and, and, and they would tell us to do it like not just if, you know, work hard on not effing up so you don't have to. But like if someone's like, like, uh, oh, my daughter just got this job and she can't believe it. Be like, your dinner's on us. And they'd be like, oh, my God. And it would make people make them come back. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that kind lovely. of thing. People really. Yeah, that was a cool little power to have. I really dug that. Yeah. Really dug that. Uh, do you tip? hundred percent. I don't tip a hundred percent, but a hundred percent I tip. What yes, do you uh, I definitely it, tip? Uh, what's your percentage range? Gener- generally, minimum twenty, and I go mm-hmm. up from there. Uh, you know, it depends. Like probably like fifteen to eighteen on on coffee. Well, actually, no, a ton on coffee. I'll tip like a dollar. Yeah, you know, same. it's like a, like a drink. Yeah, the I tip, percentage. I tip a, like yeah. a, I tip a buck per drink, or if I'm doing a tab, I'll tip a high percentage. Sure. Um, you know, it's just I remember um, Adam. Adam ruins everything. Adam. I forget his last name. Oh, um, um, oh dang it. Oh, I thing. love him. He's so sweet. What yeah, is his last he's name? He's so awesome. I'm going to look it up. But he did a thing He did a thing about why the tipping system is, is yes. screwed and, and yes. why blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, but you're not. It's almost like explaining why communism is the best possible political system because everyone shares. It's like, yes, but there's too much power in a handful of people's hands and human greed will always out. Yes. And Every restaurant that I've been around where they pool tips, shit service. Yep. Like, yep. I am a hardcore lefty socialist in most everything. When it comes to wait, to restaurants and waiting tables, I am a capitalist pig. Same. You have to tip, and I'm the same way. Yeah. It's the only way people get motivated. And sad to say, you know, it's a way to carve out your own little piece Chiefdom. of yes. what you actually deserve. Yes. You know, so it's like... Yes. You know, it's, it's, it, and that's just, it's one of those things that it's, it doesn't work on paper, no, but it works in life. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, I definitely tip. And like, yeah, it, it's, if they have a tip already figured in, I'll look at how much it is. And if it's, if it's enough, cool, great. Otherwise you'll but leave I'll it, yeah. typically give at least a little bit more. That's great. It's Adam Conover. Shout out to Adam. He's so delightful. Conover, thank you. And he's the nicest I just nicest saw him on human. the street. He's the best. Yeah, dude. he's great. Yeah. Always great gracious, very humble. Watch, watch that show and rerun. Um, do you ever not tip? Is there a situation where you would be like, you know what? Ooh. Not today. Uh, it, you know, if it's something like I'm just you know, if I if I'm buying something retail and I just picked it up sure. and there's a, a tip option, you know, stuff like that. Sometimes I'm not absurd. I don't tip on everything. I'm not in the mafia. But I, uh, I, but mean, like, I, I mean more of like, is there a type of service where you're like, this oh, motherfucker right here is not getting. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't remember that happening. But yeah, if someone is if someone's a dick or something didn't, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't really remember offhand a time I've not at all. You know, okay. maybe like the, I just give them the baseline, which for me would be like, 
you know, lowest would be like 18 yeah. percent or something. OK, you know? which I is stiffing. Know. I don't over, know. I, yeah, that's I, I will give you the, the craziest example. I had a woman her. I was her first Uber drive and she took me to the airport in I want to say Dallas to get to the airport in Dallas. You have to go through tolls. She had her uh, ways or whatever set on no tolls. So we circled the airport four times and she kept getting on this one exit. It kept sending her around and around and around. Nowhere near she could drop me off. And I'm like, you got it. What? And she's on the phone with a friend. Her friend's like, like, girl, you got to take it off. No toll. And she's like, well, I didn't know. And she, and, she, and I go, man, you got to get me to the airport. And she's like, it's my first time. Don't yell at me. And I'm like, I'm not yelling. But it was one of those situations that I was I, like, I'm going to miss my flight because you haven't done your due diligence. You haven't. So I finally went, you got to pull over. And we're on this. It's almost a highway. It's like a high rise, like wherever the, when the road goes way up kind of thing, but it's not, no one's driving fast. Uh, but it's, there's a, it's just a little bit up and there's another road over there. So uh, I had her pull over and I was like, I'm going to get to my flight. Just, it's okay. It's okay. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so, and like, it's okay. I get out, I take my bag, I throw it over the median. I climb the median, over the median. And I, it's no, there's no cars. There's no cars. I'm not in danger. And I go to a, a train station that's right there that has an entrance from the train station into the airport. And so I got on, I got, but it was like, I have to get out of this car. I can't sit here while you turn off your tolls thing. We go back out miles and then turn around. We've already done that. We've done that four times. Oh, I would have gone crazy. And I, I still uh, tipped her. And I think I gave her like at least three out of four stars because she's going to change it. She doesn't need her for, I, I know these companies, they will fuck you Forever. if you get one that's star. Right. Yeah, that's right. And it'll, it, you know, it, it'll like, it'll like, you know, someone with a perfect GPA, but they get an F. Yep. And it yep. just, everything, you know, I wasn't going to be, I made it. I was fine. I had plenty of time. I got a coffee. I was good. Yeah. It was, it was, it, you know, I tell people that and they're just like, fuck that. I would have, la, la, la. And it's like, why, why? This poor woman just trying to earn some money. We've all made mistakes. She was so, she was apologetic, but also so scared. Oh, bless. Of wrong. Yeah, it's like, I'm not going to be that asshole. I, I, I have a good life. I'm not going to. See, I wish more you know. people had that perspective because it's like we we get often in customer service, you get treated like a puppy where they're like, no, we're going to rub your right. face in this. Like right. you're going to learn, but right. you're going to learn so hard. And it's like, I'm pretty sure yeah. she got the lesson. <laughs> like she probably did yeah. tolls in the future. Um, well, one of the biggest lessons I've learned doing what I do is I used to work with, I worked with a, a, a rep who really worked hard but couldn't get me through certain doors and I got really mad at him and I wrote him an angry email and then he was like, I can't get an email like that from you. Uh, but, and I was like, well, you know, and I talked to him and I was like, I don't know if we should work together anymore. And like, we parted ways, we parted ways on a good level. And I remember uh, the next people I was like, I was like, I don't want a personal relationship. I don't, you know, I just want people that work hard for me and stuff. And one adjustment I should have made is I, sh I you know, like I, I de the next people I worked with were actually terrible for real. Like they were terrible people. And no, and they're, they were high powered and stuff and they were still doing great and all that jazz. But it was a terrible match where I was like, I just want to work with these, these, you know, big names, this big agency, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it was like maybe one of the worst calls because I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to consider anything. I'm a, I'm an animal now and just send me to these auditions, blah, you know, it's like, yeah, but that wasn't, 
I think we all carry with us our baggage and we just want to throw it on someone and go like, I'm going to treat this waiter like shit because I hate my dad or whatever. Yeah. Where it's like, you can't, you can't do that. It's like, even though I was angry where I wasn't going to the airport, it's like, okay, well, is this woman intentionally fucking me over? Is it, is it because of negligence? Yes. But do we all make mistakes? Hell fucking yes. Is this the time to, you know, and I still do that. I still have like my resentments and I'll snap on my wife or I'll, you know, this, everybody does. But it's like, you know, these people that are on these lower, lower rungs of our society, it's just like, those are the people we should be treasuring and cherishing the most and trying to work with because it just, it's rough and shit does run downhill. Yes. It's like, don't add to the pile. Yes. Don't, don't be that person that's just like, fuck them. They don't matter. You know, there's a, there was a, a episode of, I, I've seen this show like twice, but there's an episode of Bridezilla and I do watch trash. I'm not justifying my little thing here, but She's screaming at this doorman who will not let them in because they're all dressed in their 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 uh, bachelorette, bachelorette party. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, and you know he's like he's like no, my boss said I can't. Blah blah blah, and she's like you're a fucking doorman. Like she goes low. She's just and she's awful. She's a she's she's like a terrible person. But she's like you're a fucking doorman, and he had the best response I've ever heard. Where he's like, listen, don't lose your mind in front of me, like. And I love I love that where it's like it's just it's such such an Aikido. It's like what a good. You, You've lost it. You've lost your mind. I don't want to have to see it. I don't need it. So you Please walk over away. there. <laughs> it was so good. That's a ninja don't level. Lose yeah. your, don't lose, don't your, mind lose in front your mind in front of me. Such a wonderful Italian American thing to say. <laughs> you know, such a such a great Mediterranean response. I loved it. I love it. Okay. Yeah. And last question in this section. Can you describe the worst customer you've had to interact with or an archetype of who would be the worst? You've made allusions to some of it of like entitlement and things like that. But uh, do you have an incident yeah, you can think of? Just someone who doesn't have any regard for anyone they don't know. Someone who expects miracles and who comes in with a chip on their shoulder who shouldn't even be out, you know, yeah. that has to deal with their, their and, and, and wants to be treated like, a king or a queen constantly. And, yep. and, and it's like, and it's just really, really someone who's just shitty. Mm -hmm. Someone who's just really mean and, um, you know, really kind of like, like unpleasant. And yeah, that yeah. It really comes down to when you're like, I already know I'm a waiter. I, I, yeah. I already don't have a, the massively high opinion of myself in this job. <laughs> I, I don't have to have it pointed out, you yeah. know, with you, with you snapping your fingers. Yeah, this or, isn't actually you know, like pushing me forward in life. All this is doing is crushing my soul. Like I don't need, I'm good on this. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, we're gonna move on to the good stuff. We hope you, folk, okay. we hope you folks save room for dessert. I swear I've done this before. What's the nicest thing a customer has done for you whilst you were working? Uh, wow. Um. Thanks. This is always the hardest question. I just you're the you're the nine hundredth person to say. Let me think. No one has these on the top oh, of their head. Oh, uh, I, I think it's probably if someone tipped me. Tip me. I, I I've been tipped a hundred percent before. Woo! You know, like maybe once or twice. You know, where someone's just like, "Hey, you you were you were, you exceeded everything, and you were you know, um, that's you really can't beat something insane like that." Uh, you know, I I can't really think of anything off the top of my head that someone did something that was like. Uh, wow, that's 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 so cool. I, I do I do remember a friend of mine, this isn't me, but he told me a story. He's working in Chicago and there was a table and a guy came in who was like obviously connected, mob guy, greased 
down hair, pompadour, big fat guy, Jenna, beautiful suit, wife, you know, a dozen kids, and then two guys who are just there, you know, two big guys that obviously like, you know, and they all there, they have the pinky rings, like the straight most. out of central casting. Yeah. And the guy gets up at the end and just throws, you know, like a wad on the table and just like so much money. And then just goes and is like, oh my God. And he's still holding this thick knot of money. And he's like looking at all the shit his kids threw everywhere. There's trash all over the place. And he goes, hey. And he calls my friend over who was his waiter. He's like, who has to clean up all this shit? And my, and my friend was like, uh, those guys, there's like two busboys waiting. And he, the guy walked over to him and gave him each like $100. Come on. And was like, and was like I'm sorry. And walks out. So I would say it's like, the you know, the mob is, is terrible and all this stuff. But capitalism is their religion. Yeah. If you owe something, you owe something. And that's their, that's like their, their final law. It's like, I, you know, me and another couple comics, you know, occasionally you would work a, a, a place that was connected. And even if they took a loss back then, they would buy you like a steak or be like, you know, or give you, give you like, you know, you know, it was one of those things where it's just like that, that's, <laughs> Sounds awful dark, but they've made all this money doing all this bad shit. You know, it's like, here's some, spread it around, you know? <laughs> They're rinsing the um, karma. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like, yeah, right. But it was like, that always struck me. I was like, I've never heard of, and it's not even, you know, it's, it, it sounds, it's, it makes it more exotic. This guy was definitely a, 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 a mob guy. But the thing that always stood up in that story was he tipped the bus boys directly. He tipped the guys who do nothing but get dishes directly nobody does that nobody nobody they just assume those guys are made they don't care they don't care they don't care you know they're just like oh these people just clean whatever whatever i'm not gonna give my money directly to them and the guy didn't even like send his guy to do it he went over wow you know and to be fair the guy was when my friend was like oh those guys he went the mexicans okay and he went over so you know there's a little balance there's still a little <laughs> <laughs> still, you know yeah, you know, and it, so there's there was definitely that uh, cultural insensitivity because who knows they might have been from Peru, right? Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> they could you have know? been. They might have been Indian. They, who knows? They, um, <laughs> they were they were of Latin descent and brown. That's it. Well, That's all. Then they're the only Mexican. Knew, him, don't, don't be so woke, yeah, Matt. That's they, the only option. To that guy, they all are, <laughs> are Mexican. Yeah. Okay, and sure. so would you say the best tip you've ever gotten was that 100 percent on? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. What What yes. is the best lesson you personally have learned from working in customer service? Um. You know, it's it's funny. I was joking with my wife about the little philosophies they had, you know, that they'd give us like, Lan Yap, it's Cajun for a little extra. Try <laughs> give them a little something extra. Um, you know, uh, uh, set, the one I, what I say to my wife all the time, like, it's like, you know, you got to set yourself up for success. You really do. You know, you got to have everything, you know, but it's like both those things are true. But one thing, one thing they say is that was in there that I'll just say, give a, your props to rock bottom. They say, you know, keep, just keep the perspective. Like, even if this table hates me, even if all their food is cold, everybody's going to be alive tomorrow, okay? Everybody is going to walk out of here. We're all, you know, just look at it, see the forest for the trees, and definitely bust your ass to give them per, uh, as perfect service as you can. But if things go wrong, don't lose your – I remember I, I was helping this 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 girl, new girl was like totally slammed, totally in the weeds, couldn't handle it. So we all start like helping her and running her food and running her drinks. 
And I had this tray of beers and I'm like, hey, I got those drinks. And she's like, oh, thank God. And she starts pulling beers off, setting off the balance. They almost all went everywhere. I caught it, but it was just, you need to calm down. You freaking out will just make the customer freak out. Don't lose your shit. No matter what, don't lose your shit. Think, you know, you, you, you reached a point where if something got so busy and it's out of hand and you're just like, everyone's gonna get terrible service. And you're, you, or you have way too many tables, you'd almost laugh like, holy shit, I'm fucked. Yep. You know, and that's the way to, and it's like, I, I'm not good at that in my life, but I'm, I, I, I kind of make myself learn that because especially, I mean, God, nothing makes you get perspective better than having a kid where you're just like, oh, all that shit that used to drive me crazy doesn't matter at all. It's so stupid. You know, yeah. everything in this, in this dumb business that you value is pretty worthless, you know, status and, um, you know, uh, 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 the way people look at you or, who, or if they're writing about you or whatever. You know, it's like yeah. you definitely want to be achieving things, but if, you, if you're not, it's not the end of the world. You have to look at what's good in your life, you know. And, like, my therapist used to beat me over the head with that two-by-four, and I was always like, I don't feel anything, you know. <laughs> I'm still la 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 you know. And, and now that's Rose, where I'm just like, Okay. And it's been exponentially healthy for me. So oh. it's like that that would be it. Keep perspective. Just okay. under, understand what's worth what's what's really worth shit and what what really isn't. And it's really easy for me to say. I cuz I still will turn around and get mad about something not working out that we all probably we, done nothing for me. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Well, it's you know. good that your child's helping you again choose not to be an A-list movie star. You have all of this support to really choose <laughs> the life you're yes. walking. It's good. This choice that I have This fully choice made, you made by yourself. Okay. Yes. What is one piece of advice you would give to customers who interact with customer service workers? Oh, just, just I mean, what was that? Was that Kurt Vonnegut uh, line? Like, it's like, for God's sakes, you've got to be kind <laughs> where he's just like, it just, it, this world is so paraphrase it's so messed up and it's just so hard for all of us i remember when i moved to town there's a guy he was a manager still is and he manages some really big names and we've kind of we always were kind of in it sort of in touch and we never actually worked together but he's like a good guy to be around and uh his name's joel zadak and he he said to me when he was like he said, if i can give you any advice it's just be nice man just be nice be nice to everybody and i was like oh well, i was going to probably do that anyway but and it, it's but it but it's like but it's true it sounds like the dumbest advice but it's just a, a, everybody has plenty of opportunities to get shit on yes where you can you can just yes. maybe just you don't have to be you know kissing people's butts that's not what it means at all but just just be just be kind just be kind always when i go someplace and i buy a coffee or i i have a drink at a bar or i buy something i always try to be as pleasant as humanly possible because i know they have someone that's just like had it and like why do i have to listen why do i have to be nice this person i don't want to be nice this person it's like why don't you want to be nice yeah it makes no sense to me yeah you know, it's just so much easier to just be, be chill. I say this all the time. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's the easier choice. Well, is there anything else that you wish that people knew just in general about customer service or something that you're like, this informs my comedy, this informs my, you know, something Mm -hmm. that you're like, I'm so glad I had to start in restaurants to get me X. Well, I, I will quote, uh, one line from Doug where I talk about my, as I put it, my garbage days in Chicago. 
my strongest political stance is I just don't trust anyone who's never worked a job where they thought about committing suicide at least once. At least once where you're just like, I got six hours left in my shift. Fuck. Or I could just punch out of everything right now. Just punch just out of life. Be, <laughs> just be done. And I, and I do a whole bit about when I was bar backing, uh, which is kind of the lowest, one of the lowest rungs because yeah. all you do is wash glasses and you can't make drinks mm-hmm. and you restock. And, and when it's busy, they're screaming at you. And I mm-hmm. just do a bit where I'm washing your glasses. And this guy's like, just get me a beer. Here's a 50, you dumb monkey. Uh, you know, just why can't you just open a damn beer? How stupid are you? And I just say, please stop. And I'm washing glass going, I'm a man with heart and feelings. <laughs> and and I remember looking and saying that like under my breath, like so mad. But then I was, remember looking at a stirring fork and just going, all it would take is chip, chip, just twice <laughs> and right in the jugular, bleed out in front of him and smash his nacho plate in half as I fall to my death. <laughs> and and, I, and, and just and <laughs> that was a fantasy I had. What if I took my own life? Because I'm so big. I, you know, I, I right now weigh 200 pounds. I've weighed as much as 240 in my life. And uh, I was like, you're, like, I would be back there. And I say this to the audience, like, I'm shitting myself. Well, because, like, you know, you, when you die, you, you shit, shit yourself. Yeah. Okay? Like, I pick a woman in the front row. And, and my fantasy, the bartenders are like, look at him. Watch him die. Just holding their head. And the guy's like, I just wanted a beer. I'm so sorry. Like, you had this fantasy. They just keep going on and on. But it's like, yeah, I I, I, I just don't, you know, you see, I, I don't know why they don't ask people trying to get into politics that. I don't know why don't they ask people who own major shares of companies, what's the shittiest job you've done? Well, I, I worked 80 hours a day when I was developing my software. No, 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 no. I'm talking face to face, you know, I, I've said on my, on my, uh, in my act, I think retail sh- and and uh, it, it, every every business where so anyone can just walk in, anyone, anyone. So I'm I'm pouring frozen yogurt into a cup and just any fuck. Have you met most people? <laughs> can just walk in the goddamn door. I have to be nice to this asshole. You know, like I I talk about that because it, it is that thing where it's like, especially what we went through the last couple of years, where you had some poor kid of fourteen trying to enforce a mask thing that that they they believe in that their boss believes in my my therapist told me he was in a i mean i'm getting this from like he was in a frozen yogurt place with his son and a, a couple came in with their kids no mask and the person's like can you put a mask on and the guy's like we're good and it's like thanks and like you can't expect this poor kid to be like no yogurt for you yeah because this guy will kick his ass or yeah. whatever you know yeah. he'll 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 th- he'll throw a rock through the window. It's like you're like, let me just get them the hell out of here. So it's like it's. I wish people would think about that more. How they deal with everybody. Yeah. And people in restaurants deal with everybody. People in retail deal with everybody. Such a good you know? point. It's, yeah. So it's like it's like that, that's really the biggest takeaway for me from doing all this. It's like just like that goes to the be kind thing because yeah. You know you really got to consider us and how horrible we are. Well, and yeah. that's why when everybody was dragging AOC for having been a, bar- a bartender before, I was like, oh. this is actually a really good thing. Like, I that don't know. Was, mm. and, and, and like you and, and then so who do you get your drinks from person putting the bartender down? Like, OK, you 
Depend on them. Yeah. You asshole. Yeah. You know, you're going to go some fancy bar and drink good scotch, right? So fuck yourself. Yeah. You don't go, you're not going to take a bottle into a phone booth no. in the lobby. No. Like, you're sure you know, not. it's, you, it's so, it's so hypocritical. Yeah. When I found that I was like, good. Yeah. This is good like news. A, an actual human. Weird. Great. How dare she? Yeah. Well, yeah. Matt, you were delightful. How can people Thank get you. in touch with you? Do you want them to follow you on socials? Like, do people have to yeah. have moment to be able to see Doug? Like what's the, well, yeah, Doug, Doug, you have to, uh, you just buy it on, uh, on moment. It's 10 bucks and then okay. you can, uh, watch as much as you want and all that stuff. But it's like, you basically purchase a ticket to, um, the uh the 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 viewing that's cool but you can pull it up whenever you want um and that's it and i i did it up for a limited time on moment initially uh i don't know what i'm doing with it next um it will be available on something else i don't know what but this is one of those things where just because i have that big twist ending i wanted to do it on a thing where people kind of make it you know eventized or whatever if that's a word but everything else yeah just i'm uh at bronger b-r-a-u-n-g-e-r on Twitter and Instagram and uh, Real Matt Bronger on TikTok. And uh, yeah, and I'm it just, if you want to find out where I'm on tour, just go to mattbronger.com. Well, folks, we're going to drop your text now. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to help us out here at Service from Hell, we'd love to have you subscribe, rate, and or review the show wherever you listen. Thank you all so much. It will help us reach more people that need to be schooled on the art of being kind and will be catharsis for those of us still working in the industry. If you want to get in touch with us directly at Service from Hell, send us your receipts to Service service from Hell podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Remember, if you can't afford a tip, you can't afford to go out. So don't be garbage and be good to people. It's easier that way. Thanks for being on, Matt. You are so lovely. Lovely. This was really Thank great. You, Kate. It was so, so much fun. time. I appreciate so you. Thank you, folks. Oh, yeah, so, no problem. So much for listening. Good night. This was so great. Thank you. You're the best. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, thanks for so much time. This is really lovely. I really appreciate it. Oh yeah, no problem. I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, uh, it was. I had like a. I had a free afternoon, so it was I easy. I love it. That's yeah. great. Oh my gosh, that is the end of episode 101 from our regular feed. We've had more episodes than that, but because of the bonus episode series we did during COVID and all of the bonus episodes we've had from your listener letters and various whatever, we turned 101 with regular episodes at the end of this episode. So thanks, Matt, for helping us turn 101. And we're so grateful for your ears. Thank you so much for your support. I guess we're going to keep going. And if you're not already a Patreon subscriber, hop over there to patreon.com forward slash the Kate Gaffney. The patrons are how this is getting into your ears if you are not a patron. And thank you folks for listening. Uh, please tell your friends so that we can turn 200. It is so crazy. If you would have told me at the beginning that this is how many episodes in we would be and that we would just keep going, I would have thought that's too tall in order. I can't do that. And yet here we are. So thank you folks for telling your friends. Thank you for subscribing, rating, reviewing, We are so grateful. Uh, Happy 101st birthday to us. And big shout out to all of our guests and to all of you. Thanks again, everybody. Good night.